0: Hello, you're listening to Drawn to the Flame, a sometimes fortnightly, sometimes monthly podcast for fans of Arkham Horror, the card game. I'm your host, Frank, and this is another one of my Think on Your Feet live play episodes. If you're new to the podcast or just getting into it, maybe you've not come across a Think on Your Feet before, very briefly, I sit down and play a scenario with a deck and talk about what I'm doing as I do it. And you can follow along at home as you listen, hopefully spot things that I couldn't think of doing and suggest better lines of play for me. Or maybe you learn something too, something I did that you hadn't thought of before, something like that. Anyway, hopefully they're enjoyable as well and not entirely educational experiences. But yeah, that's the plan with Think On Your Feet. Just to play, to experience the campaign together, you as the listener and me as the player slash crying ninny. And we're starting a new campaign today, which is very exciting. I have lots of sort of, you know, discussion points and things I want to touch on. And yeah, sort of things that are getting me excited, which I think is always the way at the start of a campaign. There's all the extra rules at the start of a campaign log, you're feeling excited about what's going on. But I'm not going to do any of that now. Instead, I'm going to tell you one piece of information, which is the supplies I've taken. And then we're going to dive in. And let's just see how things go. So I'm playing solo, which means I get 10 supply points. And I t- spoke to patrons about this. Thank you, patrons, for your advice. And I've gone for two 2-cost two and two 3-cost items. This will definitely come up again later, I'm sure, because there are so many points when supplies are checked. But what I've gone for is map and torches as my 3-pointers, and then binoculars and medicine as my 2-pointers. There's quite a few supplies there that I'm sad to not have. Rope, I would love. Compass, I think, is great. Chalk can be really useful, but yeah, we've decided to go that way. And you'll note that I've taken no provisions. I'm playing a rogue, I'm playing Finn Edwards, and we're going to hope that his resource generation, if we ever get there, is going to be strong enough to get us through. If you can hear the chirping of birds in the background, I am recording this from the jungles of London, and yeah, just thought it would be a bit atmospheric to head out into the wilds in this uh, remote, uncolonised land and see what sounds we could pick up, what ambient noise. Okay, Scenario 1. The Untamed Wilds. Agenda 1. Expedition into the wild. Your expedition has ventured far into the rainforests of southern Mexico in search of a forgotten Aztec city-state. What will you find when you head deeper into the untamed jungle? Now, it says your expedition, but Finn, he's on the expedition, I would say as a logistics person, but I suspect he has an ulterior motive as well. It's Six Doom, and it has an action, Explore. Draw the top card of the exploration deck. If it's a connecting location, put it into play and move to it. Act 1. Exploring the rainforest. Today, you depart from your camp in order to find the ruins Alejandro seeks. That is, if they even exist. It's a three-clue threshold, and it says objective when the round ends, investigators at any non-campsite location may spend the requisite number of clues as a group to advance. I begin play in the expedition camp. The camp is abuzz with both excitement and dread. Some members of the expedition are setting up additional canvas tents for supplies, while others are huddled around an incomplete map of the northern edge of the rainforest. One shroud, no clues. The expedition has staked its claim on the jungle, and the jungle doesn't seem all too happy about it. Oh, that jungle. There's two actions here. I can resign. The wilds are too dangerous. Or, as an action, I can check my supplies. If I have a map, I do. Look at the top three cards of the exploration deck. Place one on the bottom and the other two on top in any order. Well, I have a map, map, and you can just hear me shuffling the exploration deck again. You can never shuffle too often. Let's draw an opening hand. Backstab. Elusive. Manual Dexterity. Peter Sylvester. And Narrow Escape. Poor. Well, this is a fascinating hand. I like this hand. Peter is great. Get him down early. Deal with some horror for us, maybe. Get an agility boost. Elusive, we have nowhere to move at this stage, so I think that goes. Narrow escape and manual dexterity are slightly doing the same thing, so I wonder if we chuck at least one of those. We're looking for, I suppose, Lone Wolf pickpocketing to improve the quality of our evasion attempts, flashlight for getting clues would be very good, maybe some more economy, some cash. So I could go big here and chuck the backstab as well, and the narrow escape, and the manual dexterity. But I think I might keep the manual dexterity and chuck three, elusive, backstab, and narrow escape. And that draws me three. Pickpocketing, caught red-handed, which goes to one side, flashlight, and... Smuggled Goods. Righty-ho. Shuffle my deck, have a think about those. Now, Smuggled Goods, at this stage of the deck, I think I only have two illicit cards in the deck, the two pickpocketings, and I've got one in hand there. So it's it's less valuable. And what I'm hoping to do with this fin deck is build into including more illicit cards. Oh, I have his trusty 38 as well. But yeah, the plan will be to upgrade into some illicit cards, such as Payday, Fence lockpicks, and then hopefully Smuggle Goods starts to become a real power card. At the moment, probably I just keep it for the Wild Icon, or maybe I use it to look for the 38. What's a good opening line here? Getting Peter down, maybe getting Flashlight down and using the map, or getting Peter down, using the map, maybe exploring. If I can end up on a location with a clue, that's no bad thing. Depends how set up I want to be. Or I could go Peter down, pickpocketing down. That essentially sets me up for all card draw in future. Hmm. Peter map explore, Peter flashlight map. I think I go Peter Sylvester flashlight, use the map. So that's my five spent. Three go on the flashlight. Peter's now providing me up to agility five. So a Finn's stat line is one, four, three, four. And he can take an additional action during his turn, which can only be used to evade. And his Elder Sign Effect is plus one for each exhausted enemy in play. If you succeed by two or more, you may discover one clue from your location. That's why I was thinking about getting at a location with a clue. Okay, the top three are Overgrowth, River Canyon, and Lost in the Wilds. Lost in the Wilds is fairly nasty for me because it's a willpower three test. Overgrowth is also pretty nasty because to get rid of it, it's an intellect or a combat 4 check, which is going to be somewhat tricky for me. I definitely don't want to put River Canyon on the bottom. I maybe gamble and put... Oh, yes, I'm going to have to... I can put them back on in any order. So I could put thinking, calculating, (laughs) unused to the wilds, Lost in the Wilds on the bottom, put Overgrowth on top, and next turn explore, have Overgrowth, and then busily... Oh no, next I could explore to River Canyon, explore around and hit Overgrowth, and move back to Expedition Camp. And we could have Overgrowth on River Canyon if we wanted to. I'll do it that way. Enemy phase nothing. Upkeep, I draw a manual dexterity. I've got two in hand now, along with Smuggled Goods and Pickpocketing. We go to one Doom, and my encounter card is... Voice of the Jungle. Put Voice of the Jungle into play in your threat area. At the end of your turn, if you did not successfully explore this turn, take one horror. And as an action, test willpower three. If you succeed, discard voice of the jungle. Well, something tells me I'm not going to be passing that willpower check anytime soon. So first action I'm going to explore. I Draw the top card. Or, hmm, no, I'm going to use the map again. Because I know I'm going to see overgrowth in the, the river canyon. And I can at least put the overgrowth onto the bottom as well. Okay, yeah, so it's low on supplies, overgrowth, and river canyon. I'll put the overgrowth on the bottom now as well, so lost in the wilds and overgrowth are on the bottom. I'll put river canyon on top. Second action I'll explore to river canyon. The river is deeper than it appears. Ripples along its surface obscure the creatures that lie within. Water cascades into the river from above, causing a strong, steady current. I've explored successfully, second action, so I'm not taking horror from Voice in the Jungle. And then last action I'll investigate here. I'm a four on four and I'll use a flashlight charge. Four on two. Zero. Clue. I'm using the standard bag, which is a plus one, three zeros, minus one, two minus twos, minus three, minus five, two skulls, an elder thing, tentacle, and elder sign. So that means if you're two up, there's only the three and the five, and Tentacle that'll stop you, so you're at 80% chance at two up, which is really nice. Enemy phase nothing. Upkeep. I draw Finn's trusty 38. And I go up to two resources. Cards in hand, two manual dexterity, pickpocketing and 38, and smuggle goods. We hit two doom, and my encounter card is... An Esdli Guardian. Spawn any empty location, ancient if able. It's alert and aloof. And it has a forced effect. When enemies attack during the enemy phase, if Esli Guardian is ready and unengaged, it attacks each investigator in each connecting location. From the camp, it has connections to Red Square, Green Diamond, and Maroon Moon. And I'm currently at Green Diamond, the River Canyon. So in the enemy phase, this is going to shoot me for a damage. If I move in there, it's aloof, so it won't engage me. So I could move in, engage, evade... I could then play the the trusty 38 and take a shot at it 5 on 4 to try and kill it. But if I can explore enough, I could maybe just get away from it. But we also know that the top card of the Explore deck is low on supplies. I don't really have an asset I want to discard. I might be taking a damage from that. Okay, so I think we do a slight gamble and just try and explore here. First action, Explore. I hit low on supplies. It's blunder traded and Peril. Revelation, I must decide. Each investigator loses two resources. Each investigator takes one damage. Or each investigator chooses and discards an asset he or she controls. Well, I do have two resources. So I could just lose those two. And maybe I do that and keep the damage off. This means if I then explore into a location where I'm going to get hit by the Guardian, I've not just taken excessive amounts of damage. Second action I'll explore again. It is the circuitous trail. It is connected to where I am. It's the orange heart one shroud and one clue, as an additional cost for you to investigate or explore while at Securitas Trail. Check your supplies. If no investigator at your location has a compass, you must spend three resources. And my last action, I am just going to take a resource, because I would like the victory point here. It's easy to get the clue, but it's going to cost me three resources. Also, if I can pull an Elder Sign here, I could just grab the clue, if I pass the Elder Sign test. Enemy phased, Esley Esli Guardian shoots at the River Canyon, but I'm not there. I don't take a horror from Voice of the Jungle because I explored successfully. Upkeep, I draw a deduction. That's a one of in the deck. I got two resources. We hit three Doom. And my encounter card is a Pit Viper. Well, I think we begin by trying to evade the Pit Viper. Am I going to be taking a horror this turn from Voice of the Jungle? Maybe. I could evade, take a resource, investigate, take another resource. <laughs> Evade, take a resource. Yeah, maybe do something like that. I'm going to be evading next turn, but it's not a lost action. The following turn, I'm going to need to move back to River Canyon and do all my further investigating from there. Let's see if I can evade this guy. I'm a five on three. Two up always felt good. That's tentacle. Try again. Five on three. Minus two. Pit Viper evaded. And now I pause. It's taken me two actions to evade the pit viper then. And I do have two resources and a pickpocketing sitting in hand. One option now is to just play the pickpocketing and then take a resource again. and be back up to two next turn. Because I know I'm going to be trying to evade the pit viper next turn. So that, at that point I will have spent three actions evading. And at least I'll get a card out of it. Four actions if you count the pickpocketing. Or the other option is I take a resource and go for the clue now. And next turn, I evade without pickpocketing, move, explore, explore. I think getting the clue and pushing on is actually still the right play. It would be nice to get a card from the pickpocketing, but my hand is all right. So yes, third action, I take a resource. And fourth action, because I had a free evade, I'll investigate here. I'm a four on one. Minus one clue. I didn't use flashlight then. Dropping the difficulty to zero, I would have passed on a minus five, but that would have been the only thing I passed on. Uh, The only difference it would have made, because I was already three up. So it wasn't worth it. Enemy phase, Esli Guardian shoots. The Pit Viper moves, uh, engages me, sorry, in, in upkeep. But I'm getting ahead of myself. I didn't explore successfully, so at the end of my turn, I take a horror, which I put on Peter. And then after my turn ends, Peter heals the horror. Upkeep, I draw a second copy of Peter, and I'm back to one resource. We hit four doom of six, and my encounter card is Lost in the Wilds. Revelation test willpower three. If you fail, take one horror for each point you fail by, and add Lost into the Wilds to Lost in the Wilds to your threat area. You cannot move or explore. At the end of the turn, discard Lost in the Wilds. Well, that slightly slows down the plan, doesn't it? Okay, uh, and willpower one against three. I could. Chuck Peter Sylvester into this, but I don't think I will. Minus two, so zero against three, I take three horror. I'm just going to put all of it on me. If you've looked at the deck list yet, you'll see that I'm running a couple of desperate skills, and I'm now one horror off being desperate, so it's no bad thing. Well, what do I spend my four actions on this turn? Evade, take some money... Maybe play pickpocketing now because I can't leave. So first action evade, five on three. Zero. Pit Viper evaded. I'll take a resource which takes me to two. I'll play pickpocketing which makes me broke. And I'll take another resource and back to one. At the end of the round, at the end of the turn, I take a horror from Voice of the Jungle. I'll put it on Peter and then it heals back up. And Lost in the Wilds is discarded. In upkeep, the Pit Viper engages me, I draw Lucky Cigarette Case, I go up to two resources, I'm on two clues. My hand is Cigarette Case Peter, Finn's Trusty 38, two Manual Dexterities and a Deduction, and a Smuggled Goods. Doom, we're at five. Encounter card is Arrows from the Trees. Take one damage, plus one additional damage for each ally asset you control. Each other investigator at an ancient location must also resolve this effect. Well, I have one ally, so I take two damage. And I'll put both on me. Okay, back to us. The plan, I think, is to move back to the River Canyon and then start exploring. So I need to evade the Pit Viper first. And a five on three. Zero. Pit Viper evaded. Exhaust pit pocketing to draw. Narrow escape. That's all right. Second action, move to the River canyon. Third action, explore. It is the Path of Thorns. It's three shroud, one clue. Forced, after you fail a skill test while investigating Path of Thorns, take one damage. And after you explore while, path of, while at Path of Thorns, if the exploration was not successful, take one damage. I've already taken two damage, which I'm not super keen on. The exploration deck, we've taken three locations out, so I think there are two left. And we've taken three treacheries out, essentially. We've seen low on supplies. And we've put two to the bottom. So that means, essentially, that there's six cards in the deck, but I know the bottom two. From the Path of Thorns, I can get back to the Expedition Camp, across to the River Canyon, down to Blue Triangle, or to Brown Squiggle. So that means there's really... I, I don't think there's a Brown Squiggle in the deck. So that means there's only one place I can get to. So of four cards... One is a location that we can discount, so it's a 33% chance I find it. I'll tell you what I'm thinking with my final action, moving back to the expedition camp. The Etzley Guardian won't shoot me because it shoots other locations. I could then use the map and try and find Blue Triangle, if that's what I wanted to do. Next turn, I could, so Blue Triangle, uh, map, move to River Canyon, explore successfully. That seems pretty good. And I'll be avoiding a damage. Yeah, so last action, I move back. At the end of the round, I did explore successfully, so I don't take a horror from Voice of the Jungle. Pit Viper readies, I don't get hit by Esli Guardian. My encounter card is a second Narrow Escape, Who shuffled this deck. And I need to discard something. Well, card draw I'm pretty good for, so I might discard a manual dexterity because then I've got two narrow escapes and a manual dexterity. I've got the lucky cigarette case, the pizza Sylvester. The reason I'm discarding the manual dexterity is I think I know what test is coming up. And I get a resource, I'm up to three. We hit six doom. The serpents attack. After hours of exploration and futile attempts to map out the wilds, you're convinced something is watching your progress, stalking your every move. The shapes of large serpentine creatures slither in the brush all around you. You try to back away, but the creatures have you completely surrounded, hissing at you from all sides. Suddenly, several shapes emerge from the brush. Human-sized creatures with the bodies of serpents and arms-wielding spears and jagged knives. The creatures are savage, attacking you fiercely. Somehow, you manage to flee to safety. I mean, it's Finn. Of course he does. Though the sensation that you are being watched remains. Although you survive the encounter, you are confronted with a stark reality. This place is home to creatures beyond your understanding. Shuffle the encounter discard pile and the set-aside Agents of Yig encounter set into the encounter deck. Each investigator tests willpower 3. Each investigator who fails performs the following in order. If you're poisoned, take a damage in horror. If you're not poisoned, put a set-aside Poisoned Weakness into play in your threat area. So I'm a 1 against 3, and I will chuck the Lucky Cigarette Case and Peter... So that makes me a three against three. Smuggle goods and Finn's trusty thirty-eight, which makes me a five against three. Zero, no poison for Finn, and that is a bit of a collector's item because I just passed the willpower test. Ding a ling, 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 ring out the wing, pa- willpower success. Cool. Agenda two A. Intruders. What was once excitement has turned to dread. This place is far deadlier than you could have imagined. It is as though the jungle itself wants you out. There's the same explore action and it's nine doom this time. My encounter card is Curse of Yig. Put Curse of Yig into play in your threat area. You get minus one combat, so I'm combat two, minus one health, so I've only got four health left, and gain the serpent trait. As an action test willpower 2, this test gets plus 1 difficulty for each vengeance point in the victory display, which is currently 0. If you succeed, discard Curse of Yig. Okay, that, I mean, that puts me on a clock, that card, but it doesn't do anything right now for me. I'm not going to even try and test it. I'm going to use the map and look at the top 3 cards of the Explore deck. Well, <laughs> we have Arrows from the Trees, Snakebite, and Rope Bridge. So my first thought was, great, I put arrows from the trees in the bottom of the deck, I put rope bridge on the top, I explore second action to rope bridge, successful explore, and I move back to the expedition camp and I can do it again, essentially put four treacheries more or less on the bottom of the deck. And then I remembered that, of course, at some point, we're going to shuffle more locations into the deck and we're leaving a lot of treacheries still to be hit by. I mean, I still think that's a good line. What are the other options for, for... for things there. Put both treacheries on top and just take them. I don't really want to take another two damage from Arrows from the trees. Or explore to Rope Bridge, second action, move to Pit Viper, third action, evade Pit Viper, fourth action, get a card from pickpocketing. Next turn, move to River Canyon, explore, maybe get hit by Snakebite, explore again and definitely succeed. Evade, move, explore, explore, get to where I'm looking for. That's Minus those two actions, another three actions. Always stay here, move, explore. No, but that it makes no sense. So yes, I will put arrows from the trees on the bottom of the deck. I'll put rope bridge on the top with snake bite underneath it. Second action, I'll explore. I find rope bridge. It has two shroud and one clue. It says forced when you attempt to explore while at rope bridge. Test. Agility 2. If you fail, cancel the exploration, take 2 damage, lose all remaining actions and end your turn. Place your investigator in the River Canyon. If it's not in play, search the exploration deck for River Canyon and put it into play first. Shuffle the exploration deck. I mean, this clue is just is crying out to be grabbed, but taking the damage from the Esla Guardian, is it worth it? Or I grab this clue? No, I move back. I move back. There's no point doing crazy gambles because there's so much damage about to be given out. Enemy phase, nothing happens, upkeep, I draw a lucky, and I go up to 4 resources, we go to 1 of 9 doom, my encounter card is ancient evils, 2 of 9 doom. First action, I use the map, I put Serpent's Haven on top, followed by Snakebite, and Lost in the Wilds at the bottom. Second action, I move to River Canyon, third action I explore, it is Serpent's Haven, what a surprise. This is two shroud and two clues, and it's another victory point location. Each serpent enemy here gets plus one fight, and if I investigate or explore while at Serpent's Haven, if I'm poisoned, take a damage. Well, I'm not poisoned. Hallelujah. Enemy phase, the Esli Guardian can't hit me, the Viper doesn't move. I don't take a horror from Voice of the Jungle because I explored successfully. Upkeep, I draw another lucky. Who shuffled this deck? I swear to you, I shuffled this deck so thoroughly. About nine pile shuffles this morning, but... That's how it goes. And we go to three of nine doom. And I draw a pit viper. Okay, that's... It's not the end of the world. What do I want to do this time? I want to use this deduction and get both of these clues. I want to evade the pit viper. I'm going to take a horror because I'm not going to explore. So I think first we evade. Hmm. Or do we narrow escape investigate? That would make us a six. A seven on two. Yes, we do that. So first action we investigate. Pit Viper hits us. We play Narrow Escape, which cancels the hit, and we get plus two to our next skill. So now we're a six on two, and I'll commit deduction seven on two. Five up. Elder Sign! Uh, Plus one for each exhausted enemy, which is zero. And... We have succeeded by two, so we get three clues here, but I committed a deduction, so I got it anyway. Finn's useless Elder Sign wins again. I love it so much. It always happens that way. Next action I'll try and evade. I'm a five on three. Zero. So that was my free action. I've spent one action and a free action. I've got two actions left. The reason it's important to count actions with Finn is that if I trigger pickpocketing now and draw into caught red-handed, that Pit Viper's going to engage me again. So I want to know I have at least a couple of actions spare to deal with it. So I do, so I'm going to draw a card. It's a backstab. Hmm. Two actions left. The backstab is pretty nice. I don't want to explore from here because it's just four treacheries in the deck. I can just evade the Pit Viper again next turn, although I will have Itchitaka on me. I think last action draw. Unexpected courage. That was a risky last action, but there we go. Enemy phase, nothing. I take a horror from Voice of the Jungle... But it goes on Peter and Heels. Upkeep gets me a second unexpected courage. That's so weird. I go up to six resources. Well, at least I'm feeling rich now. So hand reminder, manual dexterity, narrow escape, two luckies, two unexpected courages, and a backstab. Threat area, curse of Yig, voice of the jungle, and pit viper. And it is the end of the round now, and so I'm going to spend my three clues. I'm left with one to advance. The natives. As you explore the dense jungle you're suddenly confronted by several natives. At first glance, they appear to be warriors of an Aztec city-state, perhaps even the one you seek, but how could they have survived undiscovered for this long? Even with Alejandro's notes, you're barely able to translate what the warriors say, only that they call you intruder and implore you to leave the jungle at once. I mean, I think Finn can always spot those kind of comments. You try to explain that you're searching for the Estli, which causes them to murmur and debate among themselves. Finally, one of them speaks to you in rudimentary Spanish. Ichtarca will know what to do with you, intruder. He blows on a decorated clay ocarina, producing a shrill note that echoes throughout the jungle. The warriors depart, as suddenly as they arrived. Put the set-aside Ichtaka enemy into play at the lead investigator's location. Shuffle the encounter discard pile into the encounter deck. That's one ancient evils back in. Huntress of the Estli. I don't trust them, Alejandro says as soon as the natives are out of earshot. They mean to kill us, not aid us. If you think this Itchtaka is going to help us to find the ruins, be my guest. But I refuse to follow where she leads. You can feel the discomfort and confusion in Alejandro's voice. You can attempt to speak with Itchtaka, or you can take Alejandro's advice and fight your way up to the ruins you seek. Objective. If Itchtaka is defeated, advance. Second objective. If there is one clue on Ichitaka, place her in the victory display in advance. Ichitaka is 5 fight, 4 health and 4 evade, alert and retaliate. She hits for 2 damage and she's a victory point, and she has a parlay action. Test intellect 4 to convince Ichitaka you're not her enemy. If you succeed, place one clue from the token bank on her. If you fail and she is ready, she attacks you. We go to 4 doom, and my encounter card is... Arrows from the trees, which is another two damage. I'm up to four. I think we try to evade the pit viper, parlay with Ichitaka. Or should we just try the parlay first? We'll try the parlay first. I'm a four on four. I'll commit unexpected courage. Six on four. Zero. Pass we place one clue and that means we advance speedy turn itchtaka's response if itchtaka has one clue on her interesting you are not simply here to shed blood itchtaka says with a spark of wonder in her voice and you're stunned to hear her speaking perfect english remember that itchtaka is leading the way add one cultist token to the chaos bag for the remainder of the campaign Shuffle the three set-aside ruins locations into the exploration deck and advance to Act 3A, Search for the Ruins. Search for the Ruins. If I cannot dissuade you, so be it. Follow me and I will lead you to the place you seek. But heed my warning. Disturb the Ruins at your own risk. They have remained hidden for a reason. Alejandro warily keeps a safe distance from Ichitaka as she shows you the way. Each Esli Guardian enemy cannot attack or be attacked. Ignore the effects of each arrows from the trees treachery. Damn, one turn too slow. And we need to spend three clues and only investigators at the ruins of Esdly can spend the requisite number of clues as a group to advance. Just shuffle the explore deck. I'm feeling a little bit nervous because we've got an explore deck here of seven cards, four of them treacheries. So we've got Overgrowth, Lost in the Wilds, Arrows from the Trees, which we stay from, and Snakebite still in there. But... We are in a good location here to explore, because we can go back to Path of Thorns or to River Canyon, and then there are two other location connections here. So I think, if I'm remembering my location connections well, that's two places. Although I have a vague memory that maybe one of them isn't. Yeah, I think that's two two other places we can get to. And we've already got a clue. So that's good. The cultist, by the way, is minus X. X is the number of locations in play. Maximum minus five. And there are six locations in play. So we've got a second minus five in the bag. Right, what do we do with our last three actions? We try and evade the pit viper and then we start exploring. Five on three. Elder sign. Oh, ha no clues. Thanks for nothing. I will take a card. And it's a sneak attack. Okay. Third action, Explore. It's Arrows from the Trees. We get to ignore that, which is great. And Fourth Action Explore. It's Lost in the Wilds. Uh, I I can't boost to the Willpower test unless I use an Unexpected Courage, which I'm not going to do. Or should I? I could Unexpected Courage and Lucky and maybe pass this. I'm on three Horror of seven. The worst I can take is another three Horror. I'd still be alive. Okay, fine. I'll, I'll just go for it. Minus two, three horror. I've got one horror left. That's two of the treacheries gone. At the end of the round, I didn't explore successfully. Peter takes one and heals it. In upkeep, the pit viper engages me, pickpocketing readies. My end card is a second pickpocketing. We go up to seven resources. Hand reminder, pickpocketing is the only asset. Events, two luckies, a narrow escape, a backstab and a sneak attack. And then I've got a manual dexterity and an unexpected courage. We hit 5 Doom of 9. I draw Creeping Poison, which surges, and each investigator whose poison takes a damage. Black veins crawled underneath her skin, pulsating with every heartbeat. It would not be long now. It surges into... Low on supplies. Well, I will definitely just lose two resources. No real decision there. First action, try and evade Pit Viper. I don't really need any cards anymore now. I just need to evade. 5 on 3. Uh, I'm going to chuck the pickpocketing. Six on three. Plus one. Okay. I'm not going to draw any more cards. I don't think I need any more cards. I'm on seven now with with the pickpocketing chucked. Second action, Explore. It's Snakebite. Revelation. Test agility three. If you fail, you must either choose one, deal five damage to an ally asset you control, or take one direct damage. So I'm a 5 on 3, and I'll commit this manual dexterity to be a 7 on 3. Minus 3, that's a pass, which draws me a card from manual dexterity. Ooh, it's my basic weakness, and I was so excited when I drew this, because this is horrible. It's through the gates. It's packed and mystery traded. Revelation, draw the top card of your deck. If it's not a weakness, ah, oh, it's caught red-handed. Remove that card from the game. Then search your deck, discard pile, hand and all play areas for each copy of that card you own and remove them from the game as well. Well, I've drawn caught red-handed, so that means its revelation effect triggers. Ready each enemy at your location, well, that's the Pit Viper, or a connecting location. Each hunter enemy at a connecting location moves one location towards you. There's no hunter enemies. And if no enemies move, it shuffles back in. Wow. Okay, we, <laughs> I drew through the gates, and then it hit a weakness, which then makes me draw that, and I didn't lose two cards. So that's all right. But yeah, I have through the gates. It's my first time playing with it, and it makes me terrified and excited about sort of what what I should end up doing, really, with how I upgrade the deck and, yeah, all of that kind of thing. Okay. Uh, first action was evade. Second action was explore into snake bite, which drew me into through the gates, I have two actions left, and I've got this pit viper back on me, so I just try and evade it again. I'm a five on three, and I'll go for it. Minus one. Uh, Do I trigger pickpocketing? There's a chance that... yeah, I do it. It's a lone wolf, and last action I explore. It's Temple of the Fang, which is connected. Two shroud, one clue... Temple of the Fang gets plus one Shroud for each Vengeance point in the Victory display, and it's Victory 2. Enemy phase nothing, and I have explored successfully, so I don't get hit by Voice of the Jungle. Upkeep, I draw a second Backstab, and we go to six Resources. And we go to six Doom, and my encounter card is... A Brood of Yig! Now this is a two, three, 2 Hunter. It gets plus one Fight for each Vengeance point in the Victory display, currently zero. And it hits for a damage in a Horror. I think kill, grab Clue, move back to Serpent's Haven, evade Pit Viper would be my plan. So I'm going to spend three and backstab the Brood of Yig. That makes me a five on two because I'm using agility to attack. Skull There's no vengeance. It's a dead Brood of Yig. Second action, investigate. I'll use a flashlight charge. I'm a four on two. Zero. Third action, move back to Serpent's Haven. Fourth action, try to evade. I'm a five on three, and I'll commit Lone Wolf to be six on three. Minus three. Yes. Evaded. I won't use pickpocketing to draw a card. I didn't explore successfully this turn, so I take a Horror which Peter heals. In upkeep, the Pit Viper engages me again. I draw my second Sneak Attack, and I go up to 4 resources. We hit 7 Doom, and I draw a second Curse of Yig. Does it kill me? No. My health is reduced by 2 now, so I have health of 5 and I'm on 4 damage. I mean, the time might be coming to try and clear one of those. But first I've got to evade a Pit Viper. I'm a five on four, a five on three, sorry, and I'll commit backstab to be six on three Elder thing, which is a minus two, and I'm not poisoned. I won't draw a card with pickpocketing. Second action explore it's the ruins of Estli, which is three shroud, two clues forced after you fail a skill test while investigating ruins of Estli. Draw the top card of the encounter deck. I currently have the clues I need to to advance, but I also have two actions left. So I'm going to try and get these clues. I'll spend a charge with Flashlight, which makes me a four on one. Plus one clue. And then I'll investigate again. Four on three, committing unexpected courage. Six on three. Come on. Minus two. Clue. And I'll spend... Oh, I need three clues to advance. I did need one. I'll spend all three and advance. Discovery of a lifetime. Cue orchestral music. What you have found is beyond your wildest expectations. Despite their supposed age, the ruins appear preserved in time. Several aspects of the architecture are strangely futuristic. You set out to investigate at once one, And I've cleared Temple of the Fang for 2xp, Ruins of Edstley for 2xp, Serpent's Haven and Securitas Trail for another 2 out of 6, 7 with Ichitaka. Come on! What a start! Oh, I'm sweating. That was so hard and terrifying. But I'm pleased with that. Really pleased with that. We held it together. 7 Doom as well at the end. It's scary. So yeah, I'm going to take a breather, probably take a cold shower and join me in a moment for scenario 2 the doom of esdley and i'm back whoo Here we are for the Doom of Estley. I'm feeling nervous. This can go all sorts of ways. I've made some changes to my deck. Have a look in the description for the second deck and you can see the changes I've made. I've bought Adaptable, so I've subbed in an I'm Outer here, which I think is quite good Doom of Estley tech, as well as a Take Heart, because there are some quite hard willpower tests in this that I don't expect necessarily to pass, so Take Heart can turn that into cards and resources for me. Let's get going. Agenda 1A something stirs. Despite Ichtaka's warnings, you've entered the ruins of the temple in search of ancient knowledge and artifacts. This agenda gets plus one doom threshold per investigator, and it says forced when this agenda advances, do not remove doom from each location in play. It's a six doom threshold, so that becomes a seven. Act 1a, into the ruins. After your hellish journey through the jungle, the quiet solitude of the temple ruins sows paranoia in your mind. Serpent eyes glare at you from the darkness. Every drop of water and fallen pebble causes you to whirl about in search of danger, but the real danger is yet to come. It's three clue threshold, and there's the normal explore action. I start in the entryway. The sun sets over the temple ruins, bathing the stone in warm light. The sounds of the rainforest are distant by the time you cross underneath the painted entryway. Inside, The halls are plunged into darkness. Many hundreds of years ago, this temple might have been a bastion of beauty and reverence in this perilous jungle. It's two shroud and a clue. There's an action resign and there's an action check your supplies. If you have torches, look at the top two cards of the exploration deck. Discard each treachery looked at by this effect. Shuffle the exploration deck. I'm only starting with two resources because I had no provisions. And I'm starting with a mental trauma because I have no blanket. Just tank it. Thanks, Scott. My opening hand is Unexpected Courage, Cash, Finn's Trusty Thirty Eight, Caught Red Handed, which becomes a lone wolf, and a narrow escape. Well I think I keep the lone wolf and the cash, chuck the narrow escape with thirty-eight and the unexpected courage and look for more assets. Lola Santiago Lock Picks and Elusive. Oh my word, okay. Pretty beefy opening hand. Play cash up to five resources, play lone wolf back to four. Use the torches once. Next turn, play lockpicks, get clue, use torches again. Push on from there. I would ideally like to get Cryptchill out of the Explore deck, if possible, because I don't think I'm going to get past it. I'd like to play everything in my hand, though, and that's a seven cost, really, for the assets, and I'm on two. So yeah, I'd, I'll definitely play Cash. I'll definitely play Lone Wolf. That basically makes me two up. Getting two resources a turn now, and I will use the torches. It's Final Mistake and Ill Omen, and I get to discard both of those and shuffle the Exploration deck. So now only three Treacheries and eight cards. Upkeep I draw a second Emergency cash I go to five resources with a sixth on the way. We hit one Doom. And I draw a Curse of Yig, which goes into my threat area. Okay, I'll use torches again. I see Crypt Chill and Deep Dark. Wow, both go. Second action play lockpicks, third action try and get this clue. Yeah. Second action play lockpicks for three. These have three supplies, and if they run out of supplies, discard them. And I exhaust lockpicks to investigate. I'm an eight on two. Tentacle. Well, there goes a lockpicks charge. That's the end of the round. Lockpicks ready. I draw a Say Your Prayers... I got go up to four resources. So Hand is Say Your Prayers, Cash, Elusive, and Lola Santiago. Getting Lola down would be really good soonish. I've drawn so much economy early that I've really pulled through that early gap, which is nice. But I needn't get carried away from myself. This scenario can really punish you. But go to two Doom, and my encounter card is Ancestral Fear. I must either place one Doom on my location and discard Ancestral Fear, or put it in the victory display i'm going to go with the doom and this also surges i think i go with the doom yes surging into a fang of yig 333 preys on poisoned investigator has retaliate and while it's engaged with the poison investigator that investigator cannot play cards or commit cards to skill tests well now i need to start thinking about leaving and i'm a four on three evading this guy that's all i've got Zero, evaded. Do I try and get this clue before I go? I think so, I'll use lockpicks. Or no, I'll play Lola second action for three, taking me down to two resources. And then I'll tap Lola, spending my last two resources to buy this clue. That's not an action because she has a free ability, exhaust her and spend X resources, discover one clue at your location. X is the shroud value of your location. So second action was Lola, and he used the free trigger. Third action, Explore. It is the Secret Passage, not connected. The Burial Pit, not connected. Entombed. Put Entombed into play in your threat area. You cannot disengage from enemies or move. And as an action test, Agility 4 to escape the tomb, or Combat 4 to break out. If you succeed, discard Entombed. If you fail, reduce the difficulty of this test by 1 until the end of the round. Well, my combat is two because of the Curse of Yig, but my agility is five because of Lola. So I guess we go five on four. Got to try and clear that. Tentacle. No clear. Enemy phase nothing. Upkeep. The Fang of Yig engages me. I've Got three cards in my play area and three cards in my threat area. And I draw I'm Outta here. And I go up to one resource, with a second on the way. We hit four Doom, and I draw Lost in Time. Shuffle a non-story asset you control into your deck, moving all damage and horror from that asset to your Investigator. If no asset is shuffled, choose and discard three cards from your hand. Well, I think the Lone Wolf has to go. It has earned me two extra resources, so it's sort of broken even but it's a shame because I've got the Lola lockpicks thing going and to be able to just buy clues is so impressive. Right, what do we do with an Entombed and a Fang of Yig? I could try the Entombed test, taking an Attack of Opportunity and then try and evade, or I could evade and I stay engaged with the Fang of Yig because I can't disengage from enemies, but I can still exhaust them. So I could evade and then try Entombed three times or once and then start exploring it just means that the fang follows me so maybe i don't explore i evade try and clear entombed get resources let's try it i'm a five on three evading zero the fang is exhausted but not disengaged from me i'm a five on four trying to break the tomb Zero. Tomb goes. Two actions left. Play Emergency cash, taking me up to four resources. And take another resource, up to five resources. I'm opting for resources because I don't really want the Fang of Yig to ready and hit me. It does now ready in upkeep, and I draw a backstab, and I go up to six resources. Well, I could backstab this. Humba jumba We hit five Doom. The time, it just speeds away. My hand, a little reminder elusive i'm out of here backstab and say your prayers and a draw entombed (laughs) so now i think i backstab the fang of yig if i can land it i'd be a five on three i could commit elusive to be six on three yeah let's give it a go spend three backstab five on three plus one from elusive six on three Elder thing, reveal another chaos token. If you fail, place one doom on your location. Don't do this to me. Skull, minus three if there's a doom on your location. There is, which means I pass, three on three. Try and clear the tomb, five on four. Elder thing, uh uh-oh. Minus three, that is a fail. Fail. That's another Doom. We're going to advance next turn. And try again. Now I'm a 5 on 3. Minus 5. One last time. 5 on 2. What an action, so. 0. Okay, thank you for being so delayed. Man, that whole turn just... Oh no! I couldn't try again because I did a backstab and two two tests. I didn't evade that turn. I only had three actions. So that last 0 doesn't count. I'm stuck on with entombed. Enemy phase, nothing. Upkeep. I draw a backstab. Get another resource. We hit seven doom. This is starting to get nasty. I still believe in myself. It's just gone really horribly wrong. The ruins awaken. Just then a sound thrums in the walls of the temple, a dull humming similar to that of a generator. Grooves in the walls and the ceiling flicker and start to glow. It is as though the temple is alive and it senses your presence. The strange statues and carvings you've seen, coupled with the dim glow and the power coursing through the walls, makes it clear that this temple isn't Aztec in origin. In fact, it appears to be from an even older, more ancient civilization altogether. You feel as though you're an intruder in a world you cannot begin to understand. Confirming your worst fears, a loud hiss and rattling echoes throughout the temple. Whenever, whatever you just woke up, it's not happy to see you spawn the set-aside Harbinger of Volusia at the location with the most doom. She's three fight and three evade, and ten health. Alert, hunter, and retaliate. She can retaliate while exhausted. And it says forced after Harbinger of Volusia is successfully attacked or evaded, place one resource on it. Then, if there are two per-investigator resources on it, it vanishes with a sinister hiss. Set it aside out of play. It keeps all damage tokens. The Temple Warden. The serpent creature emerges from the shadows with terrifying speed. It is bedecked in gilded feathers and wields a golden spear, the blade tip, unravaged by time. The rattle at the end of the creature's tail produces a tremendous noise as the creature hunts throughout the ruins. And this is a 13 doom threshold, but I have two doom on the starting location. And I draw Snake Scourge, which treats my non-weakness items as though they're blank. So the lockpicks is blank. First action, I'll try and evade the harbinger. I'm going to commit a backstab. Six on three. Minus five. Wow, do I just do a runner now? Take two damage. put one on Lola, one on me. Take two horror. Put one on Lola, one on me. Try and evade again. Five on three. Minus two. Evaded, but still engaged with me because I'm Entombed. Third action, try and clear Entombed. Five on four. Minus five. And try again, five on three. Two Entombed, that's all it's taken to just be Agony. Zero. There goes the Entombed. Enemy phase, nothing. The Harbinger engages me. Upkeep, I draw Sneak Attack. I go to five resources. We hit 3 Doom of 13. Encounter card is A Brood of Yig. Yay! Okay, so the plan is evade Harbinger, hopefully, evade Brood, explore. First action, 5 on 3 evading. Minus 3, fail. I go up to 3 damage and 4 horror. Try again. Five on three evading. Minus five. Okay, that's another retaliate. And I think last action resign. Because I'm on five damage of six and six horror of seven. Yeah. So no resolution was reached because each investigator resigned before act three. I go to resolution three. In the journal I find this was a mistake. This was all a terrible mistake. We escaped the temple with our lives, but not a moment too soon. The ruins were alive. It was as though the walls knew all of our intrusion, hated us for our presence, wanted us out, wanted us dead. We've gathered outside the temple where Jose is waiting for us. Alejandro, unwilling to return home empty-handed, wants us to go back inside. We must decide what to do next. So I can go back in, or I can just destroy it. If I go back in, I replay it, but with one doom. And I think that's what I do. Hold that thought. So as I shuffle decks and reset, which is pretty straightforward to do, I'm just reflecting a little bit there. That was an incredible start. I hit four treacheries from the explore deck. I got Lola, Lockpicks and Lone Wolf. So in a way, I really have nothing to complain about there and shouldn't have done so badly. But how many actions did I lose to two sets of Entombed? Seven or eight? Maybe? Maybe more? So that's a turn or two, just completely eaten up by that. And I suppose if I'd had some of those spare actions, I would have explored, obviously, so the Harbinger wouldn't have spawned on me. But also if I had some of those spare actions, maybe I would have filled my hand up with a few more agility icons past some of those tests. I feel like Finn likes to be in that really sort of dominant position. And if he's not, he can really struggle. Now that we're starting with Doom... On the first location, it's also worth thinking about the fact that the skulls are both minus threes here, so hanging around is far less decent. But I can still use the torches here, so it's hard to know what to do. opening hand pickpocketing emergency cash pickpocketing say your prayers and a lucky I can keep a pickpocketing a cash and a lucky chuck the say your prayers and the other pickpocketing I get a lockpicks and a lockpicks okay. that does mean lockpicks is safe from through the gates because I can keep one in hand and play the other and I think here what I do is go cash torches torches while I can First two are a location and a location. Second two are entombed and deep dark. So that's two gone and the deck shuffles. Upkeep, a draw. Say your prayers. Go up to six resources. We hit two doom. My encounter card is a tear in time. Well, I can't boost with anything. This is Revelation Test Willpower 3. For each point you fail, you must either lose an action or take a horror. Zero, so I'm a one on three. I could be lucky and just not take any horror, or I could take two horror. I'll take two horror. First action, torches, Ill Omen and Final Mistake. Now there's only gel in there, so I think I just explore and hope to hit it and not play anything. Second action, I'll try and get a clue here. I'm a four on two. zero clue third action explore it's secret passage not collected ancient hall connected a hall of crumbling stone looms before you daring you to venture deeper into the ruins it's three shroud and two clues and it says at the end of the round flip one of the clues on ancient hall to its doom side any investigator at ancient hall may spend three resources to cancel this effect that was my last action i do have six resources do I care if one becomes a doom though, and I just grab one with lockpicks next turn and save my resources? I think that's what I do, so I'll just let it be a doom. I know it's Doom racking up, but so be it. Upkeep, I draw, take heart, and I hit seven resources. We hit four doom of six, of seven rather, and I draw deep dark. Revelation, put Deep Dark into play next to the agenda deck. No more than one clue may be discovered from each location by each investigator each round. At the end of the round, discard one copy of Deep Dark from play. Well, I'm glad I wasn't trying to get two this round. So I'm going to play my lockpicks for three and play my pickpocketing for two. The reason I'm doing that is sort of having a lockpicks protection for Crypt Chill. And last action, investigate eight on three. Skull, that's a minus three which makes me a five on three so i don't lose a lockpicks charge and i get the clue at the end of the round deep dark goes oh no play yeah that's right i go draw a manual dexterity and i'm back to three resources a hand reminder i have manual dexterity say your prayers and take heart in hand and then i have a lucky and a lockpicks as well we hit five doom of seven And I draw final mistake, revelation test agility 2, it gets plus 1 difficulty for each doom on your location, if you fail take 2 damage. Well I'm a 4 on 3, I'll commit manual dexterity 6 on 3. Minus 5, 1 on 3, I'll be lucky. The reason I'm being lucky here is to get the manual dexterity draw, it draws me a narrow escape. Okay. Got to start exploring. First action explore. Secret passage not collected. Grand Chamber is connected. It's two shroud and one clue. The ornate dais in the centre of this chamber is covered in detailed hand-carved hieroglyphs. A site for ancient gatherings or rituals, perhaps? It's two shroud and one clue, and it says forced when you investigate Grand Chamber and do not succeed by at least two before resolving any other facts from this skill test, Flip one of the clues on grand chamber to its doom side. Second action, I will lockpicks. Eight on two. Minus three. That's a five on two, which is a pass. And I have the clues I need to advance. But I'm not going to yet. I'm just going to push on. So I explored, investigated. I've got one action left. I will explore again. It is the Burial Pit, which is also connected. Three Shroud and one Clue. Urns and Broken Bones fill this pit of ash and sand. The stench of rot has long since dissipated, leaving behind only stale-smelling air saturated with choking dust. Forced, after you put it into play by exploring successfully, you must either draw two cards from the top of the encounter deck, or place two Doom on Burial Pit, or any combination thereof. We're on five Doom in play. So if I don't put any Doom, I earn myself a bit more time. Or I put one Doom and draw one card, or I draw two cards. If I draw an enemy, I can still evade it. If I draw two enemies, I'm taking a hit. I can evade one of them and get a card from pickpocketing. I haven't seen any enemies yet, so that's fairly likely. I'd like to avoid the Doom if at all possible, but is enemies a recipe for being bogged down? I guess evade, evade, get Clue. Try and leave. Let's do it. We're drawing two. First one is Curse of Yig. Second one is Entombed. <laughs> hey, And that's the end of my turn. Lock picks readies, and I draw Second Narrow Escape. Wow, they come in pairs, don't they? It's weird. And I got up to three resources. We hit six Doom of seven, and my encounter card is Ill Omen. Peril. Choose a location where there's at least one investigator. So that's the Burial Pit. Place one Doom at that location. Each investigator there takes one Horror. So I take a Horror and I'm now in desperate range. I've got three Sanity remaining. First action, I'm going to try and break the Entombed. And I'm going to commit Take Heart to it. I'm a four on four. Tentacle. Fail. So I draw two cards with Take Heart, Lone Wolf and Unexpected Courage and I get two resources. Second action, I'll try and break the Entombed again. I'm a four on three, and I'll commit Unexpected Courage to make me a six on three. Minus two, pass. Third action, I will use lock picks. I'm an eight on three, investigating. Skull, that's a minus three. Five on three, I get a clue, and the lockpicks don't break. Enemy phase, nothing. Upkeep, I draw a second Unexpected Courage. Man, this, this is why you build a deck with two ofs, right? Because then they always come out in order. It's so weird. And we hit seven doom. Well, we hit eight doom because we got that doom from Ilomen. So we've still got three doom in play, which is a bit annoying. But the rest of the doom goes, and we spawn the Harbinger. At the location with the most doom. That's tied for entryway, ancient hall and burial pit. So I'm going to put him way back in the entryway. Our encounter card is... A tear in time. Well, this is the willpower 3 test, so I'm going to commit say your prayers to be 5 on 3. Skull, minus 3, so I fail by 1. I don't really want the horror, so I'm going to lose one action this turn and just have two actions. First action, explore. It is the secret passage, which is connected. Five shroud and one clue. Forced, after you enter secret passage, you must either take a horror and a damage or place one doom on secret passage. Check your supplies. If you or an investigator at secret passage has a rope, ignore this effect. Well, I don't have a rope. So I will place a doom because we're then at 1, 2, 3, 4 of 13, 9 left. And second action, I think I will try and investigate here using lockpicks. I am a 8 on 5, and that's what I'll leave it at. Plus 1, which is a clue. I'm up to 5 clues. I'm going to spend 3 of them now, before the enemy phase, and we'll advance. Hidden corridors. The ruins are far more vast than even Alejandro had anticipated. Carvings in the walls and hieroglyphs etched into stone altars suggest the existence of a central chamber underground. Perhaps a hidden passageway will show you the way to this chamber, the very heart of the temple ruins. Shuffle the set-aside Chamber of Time location into the exploration deck. Well, there were only two cards in the exploration deck, and I think they were Crypt Chill and... The location I haven't seen. I think it's Green Diamond. As you pass the strange glyphs in the walls, the ruins groan and creak in protest, and the carvings glow ominously. Years of deterioration have faded the pattern of these glyphs, and the surrounding stones seep with a viscous pus. If only you had some way to restore these glyphs. Check your supplies. If any investigator has chalk, remove this act from the game. Otherwise, place it in the victory display. It gains vengeance 1. Act 2a, Magic and Science. Whatever is inside the central chamber must be very important. Much care was taken to obscure its location. There's the same explore action, and there's an objective only investigators in the Chamber of Time may spend the requisite number of clues as a group to advance, and that's two, and because I took one from the entryway, one from the Ancient Hall, one from the Grand Chamber, one from the Burial Pit, and one from the Secret Passage, I already have those two. Enemy phase, the Harbinger hunts... To the grand chamber upkeep i draw hatchet man and go up to seven resources we hit five doom because there's four in play and one on the agenda and i draw lost in time i'll shuffle the pickpocketing into my deck i don't care for it too much and now we have to sort of think so we've got a a, a one in three chance of hitting the chamber We've also got a 1 in 3 chance of it taking us to the wrong place, and we've got a 1 in 3 chance of Crypt Chilling our lockpicks. Do we use some of this turn to draw cards? I mean, if we draw into Court Red Handed, the Harbinger moves to the Burial Pit and then hits us after that, which is kind of nasty. I think we just gamble and explore. If we lose lockpicks to Crypt Chill, so be it. At least we found the right place then. So here we go. First action explore It is the Chamber of Time, yes OK. Four Shroud, two clues. Forced after Chamber of Time enters play, attach the set aside relic of angels asset to the Chamber of Time. Place one doom on Chamber of Time. The floor of this central chamber is intricately carved and glows strangely. It's vengeance to and victory to? I've got two actions left. I could spend my two clues to advance. I could try and investigate here with lockpicks. If I could get both clues, I'd get two vengeance, but also two victory. I I kind of like the feeling of that. That would get us one, two, three, four, five VP, potentially. Let's do it. Lockpicks, eight on four. Zero clue. And I've got one action left. The best I can do is just 6 on 4 with Unexpected Courage. 7 on 4 if I commit a lockpicks as well. Let's do it. 7 on 4. All the listeners screaming about me going for vengeance. It's the lure of the sweet VP. Plus 1. Clue. That's that location cleared. Enemy phase. The Harbinger hunts to the burial pit. Upkeep. I draw a sneak attack. and go to 8 resources. Hand is Hatchet Man. Sneak attack. Two narrow escapes and lone wolf. We hit one, two, three, four, five, six, seven doom of thirteen, and my encounter card is a brood of Yig. This now gets plus one fight, so it's a three, three, two. And I'm gonna spend two of my four clues to advance again. The relic hums with power and throbs in your hands. Energy from the device seeps into the corridors of the ruins, and the structure of the temple shifts. Choose an investigator in the Chamber of Time to take control of the Relic of Ages. Move the placement of each location to form a straight line, with Chamber of Time on the left and the entryway on the right. Well, I'm going to do it the other way around, because that's how I've done it. Each Each other location is placed from left to right in between these two locations in order of how much doom is on them from lowest to highest. In event of a tie, you may decide. So, on the left nearest the Chamber of Time is the lowest doom which is the grand chamber, and then I've put the secret passage, the ancient hall, the burial pit, so the harbinger is now one, two, three, four moves away from me, and then there's the entryway. Until the end of the scenario, ignore all location connections. Instead, each location is connected to the left and to the right. Escape the ruins. The ruins are shuddering with a tremendous power. You fear that the structure may collapse if this keeps up. You have to escape with the relic. While there are three or more vengeance points in the victory display, each serpent enemy gains plus one evade. And I just had to check the rules for vengeance there, because I've cleared the Chamber of Time, and that has vengeance too. I've cleared it of clues. But in the rules for vengeance X, it says, at the end of a scenario, take each location with vengeance X that's in play, revealed, and has no clues on it, and place it in the victory display. So at the moment, that's not vengeance in the victory display, as far as I understand it. Okay, I've got this Brood of Yig on me, though. I think what I do is draw a card... Use narrow escape to boost my evade. Evade with hatchet man. And sneak attack it. So that would be two actions. Draw, evade, sneak. No, three actions. And then I just draw again. And we look for... I'm out of here. So first action, draw. It's through the gates. And it hits. I'm out of here! I don't believe it! Through the gates! Smashing I'm out of here, which is removed from the game. Okay, we need to find an elusive. (laughs) Oh, no. Okay, but there's not another copy of them out of here. So so Through the Gates says, if it's not a weakness, remove that card from the game and then search your deck, discard pile, hand, and all play areas for each other copy of the card you own and remove them from the game as well. So screw you Through the Gates. I'm running only one ofs from now on. But that, that means the Brood of Yig hits me. So I play Narrow Escape, which cancels the hit. I get plus two, so I'm a six on three. No, six on two of aid. And I'll commit Hatchet Man... 7 on 2. Minus 5. It's worth it. So Hatchet Man, only someone who's half-seas over would lather up the O'Banians. Amazing flavour. If this skill test is successful during an evasion attempt, it is. The next time the evaded enemy takes damage this turn, deal it 1 additional damage. So I'll spend 2 for sneak attack, which means I do 3 damage rather than 2. The brood is gone. Last action draw. It's Lone Wolf. Enemy phase, the Harbinger hunts to the Ancient Hall. Upkeep, I draw Backstab, and I get a resource. I'm up to seven. Hand is Backstab, Lone Wolf, Narrow Escape, Lone Wolf. Doom. We go to three on the agenda and five in place at eight of 13. And my encounter card is Serpent's Call. I must either get poisoned or draw the top two cards of the encounter deck. I will draw the top two. Final Mistake. Test agility two. This gets plus one difficulty for each doom on your location. If you fail, take two damage. So there is a doom. So I'm a four on three. Minus two, I take two damage. And the second card was a Fang of Yig. Okay, I think I do a similar thing here. Draw a card, use the narrow escape, blocking the hit. It draws me a backstab. And then I'll backstab this guy, I think. Yeah, it's not getting any boosts. So that costs me three. I'm a four on three, but I get plus two from the backstab, which makes me a seven on... No, six on three. And I will chuck in this two copies of Lone Wolf to be eight on three. Skull, minus three, dead fang. Draw, backstab, last action, draw. It's smuggled goods harbinger hunts to the secret passage upkeep i draw pickpocketing come on i'm drawing hard but <laughs> at some point i'm gonna to have to run but i don't really want to run through the secret passage you see maybe i've spent way too long hang on one two three four five six seven eight we hit nine of 13 doom and my encounter card is a second curse of yig so i could now move to grand chamber move to the secret passage where the harbinger is evade the harbinger and move again. I'd place a doom, and I'd be a six on three evading, and that's the only I'd place a doom, and then the next turn I could move to burial pit, move to entryway, resign. All cards left in deck, 13. We've got one, two, three, four, five. We've got nine doom outs. We'll hit 10 this turn, 11 next turn, 12. I think we can still do it with drawing. First action draw, pickpocketing. Second action draw, elusive. Play Elusive, which moves me all the way to the entryway. Third action, resign. Yes! Oh! Okay, um, we advance. Avoiding doom. As soon as you cross the threshold of the entryway, something inside the temple begins to change. If an investigator resigned with the Relic of angels under his or her control, the floor of the temple stops shaking and the dull humming in the walls goes quiet. Without the Relic in its chamber, the ruins appear to be sleeping once more. You still have no idea what the object is or what its purpose may be, but you dare not tarry any longer to find out. Resolution one. I mean, really, we've got resolution three, but yeah. Few we. I mean, Forgotten Age is hard. Irrespective of if you like it or not, it's hard. We've managed to fit in two runs at the Doomiversity there in sort of. I don't know. Probably going to be twenty minutes worth of of material. Oh, just everything feels on a knife edge. I think that's actually why I like it, because it seems so finely tuned and one wrong step or one ping, and you're gone. And if my commentary is not that great, I'm thinking really hard. If you were watching me, if this was a video, you'd be like, wow, his brow is pretty heavily furrowed there. So yeah, f- forgive me for that, because, oh, painful. We've done it. And VP, I think we've got one from the burial pit, one from The Secret Passage, one from The Grand Chamber, so that's three, and another two from Chamber of Time. So that's five. We've already got lockpicks. We can go leveled-up pickpocketing for another, and we've even got one spare. We can even add um, a fence, say, if we're going to build into fence. I'm a little bit nervous about doing the fence payday thing solo, just because it it is quite an engine, and if you don't get it running, or if Through the Gates hits one part of it, it all falls apart, and then I'm thinking about City of Archives as well, and thinking, you know, having this elaborate engine predicated on evading might actually be really dangerous in a scenario where suddenly my agility is super low. So yeah, that's a that's an idle thought. Let me know what you think. We're Drawn to the Flame podcast at gmail.com. We're Drawn to the Flame on Twitter and Facebook. Thank you so much to our patrons. We're at 102 patrons now, which is like. Incredibly humbling. Thank you so much. Means so much to me. And if you haven't yet, checked out Arkham and Flames. It's probably a week to go by the time this episode comes out. Check it out. Buy a ticket. There's gonna be loads of people. There's gonna be loads of loot. Look at our social media for all of the different interesting prizes. Well, I said interesting about the prizes, I can't believe it. But There's going to be so many fun things. There's people coming from all around the world to get to it. It's going to be so incredibly fun to just sit and play Arkham for two days pretty much solidly. Can't wait. And yeah, thank you so much for listening. Bye.